We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators. Podcasts by educators. For more great content, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter, at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN, follow the hashtag PrincipalPLN, or at PrincipalPLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at PrincipalPLN.com. Hey, everybody. This is Principal PLN Podcast, episode 101. Can you believe it, guys? It's episode 101. It's exciting. Yay. Teresa, Spike, how are you guys doing? I'm doing great. I mean, now that we are, like past the hundreds i mean it's just all downhill from here right like <laughs> and, like and once you get to the apex it's like just keep like going. hitting 40 is that what it is like <laughs> yeah. oh boy oh, we're middle ages right now so i had grand plans of recording a podcast from the national principles po- national principles conference and it, it didn't happen because I was just so engaged with people the whole entire time. So I'm sorry for that. But I have to tell you guys, both of you, I had at least a handful of individual people come up to me and say, thank you for your podcast. I just love it so much. You know, you guys are so wow. real and authentic and the conversations you have. And they're people who like um, aren't like I didn't recognize them from Twitter um, so they're those, those quiet people who just are really benefiting from this. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and I have to tell you, it felt so good because then I was also surrounded by like the big name podcast people who have a plan and a system <laughs> and they're very professional <laughs> about it. So it was great to hear that people enjoy listening to our chaos that happens on here because we don't even know what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> 
And you all can benefit from that, listeners. I know. It's so funny when, when you do go on other people's shows and they have like these websites that you log into and then they verify time, they verify like pre-questions and stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, they're so much better at life and podcasting. And you know what? And their thing will like send you a, like a, re I just got a Google reminder that even told me what time zone my, I'm joining in. That was so helpful. Right. And the other thing is they have backup plans. So like if you like say they normally record in Skype, they'll back up like, well, I could do Zoom. I could do Google Hangout. And I was like, oh, we just kind of do Google Hangout. <laughs> we just punt. And then, yeah. and then if, if it doesn't work, we, yeah, we, we punt. So Spike, so I, hear, I hear that... Um, you know, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I hear that my time zone deficiencies have rubbed off onto you. They have. And I thought I had this down, um, like, especially with our time zones. Like, I thought I always used to think it was so funny. Like, Teresa and I would laugh at you all the time. Like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to podcast at 8 a.m. Central. And then you're like, what time is that? Even though that's your time zone. <laughs> you screwed it up last night, Spike. I did. And then it kind of revealed that I've been like really like I've been falling backwards in my understanding of time zones because I got the opportunity to go on the transformative leadership summit um, this actually this past week. And I was telling you guys earlier, like I had like six or seven emails going back and forth with Danny um, just trying to understand the time zone because I was getting way too much in the weeds. Like I was looking up, like I literally looked up. So he's in this part of Belgium and it's that time. And then what time would it be here? And then what day would it be? Even though like <laughs> he sent day? me a website, like you could just plug in your time and my time <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And then he finally, and very politely too, just said, all you have to do is show up at like six CT CDT. I don't even know what CDT is. What? I know. Like, what? And then I said it. And then of course, Teresa's like, well, that's central time zone in the United States. And I'm like, what? CDT so, is central? That's where I am? Daylight time. Because we're on, you know, daylight savings. So we're on daylight time right now. Hold the phone. Yeah. That, so you know what CFT that's like? and CDT are the same are, thing? They're, no, they're different. No, they're different. Oh, God. I can't you know even, I'm not even going to attempt to understand you what, what you were talking like, about. You know what it was like, Jess, you've, you've, you've played wiffle ball before, right? Wiffle ball? Yes. Yeah. So it's like that person that gets up and throws like a wicked, like crazy sort of curve. And you're just like looking at it and just going by. That's what I felt like with CDT. I, <laughs> it's like, just, how did that even exist? And I don't then even know. I don't even know. Don't even, whatever. So, I'm done. Anyway, so once we got past all that, I was able to actually show up at the right time. I don't know how I did it. And... <laughs> And actually recorded with Danny. It was so it was you. Awesome. You are an epi You're one of the videos on the Transformative Leadership Summit. Yes. So. If oh, you I bet up, I missed it already. I think it's hashtag T S. But you, if you're not paying, if you don't pay for it, you have to watch it like the day of. I think, or you mm -hmm. miss out. So why well, don't you just re gonna... just redo it right now? We'll listen to I it. I will. <laughs> I think they send something out later on, but I did see some of their notes. They're, they're, I guess this is the third year they're doing it and like it's grown exponentially. It's huge. I mean, there's so many people. They that, had um, 5,000 people this year. And, and great speakers. I mean, including mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, they have to have some filler in there too. So that's why I think, you know, you're the filler. You're like the. <laughs> but, um, 
Exactly. Tom. No, I was good. I was on my best behavior. But um, no, I just talked about, um, you know, gratitude and mindfulness and um, kind of going off of the this new book that's out there called Balance Like a Pirate. And I've heard um, of that one. yeah, and how they talk about how you need balance and your your leadership. So I got the opportunity to talk about that. And it was really good. And I actually got some people that reached out to me and, um, you know, thanked me. And then I I have a whole uh, blog post series that I was doing on how to spread gratitude at your school. So I yeah. shared that out and um, as, as a resource for everybody. So we should put that in the show notes. Okay. So it was good. At a, um, we had a good show. They're doing some really good work. I'm really, you know, Jethro and Danny are doing some, some excellent work. And um, as they I was are. saying to you before, I'd like to get Danny on the show. We've had Jethro on and, uh, yeah, they're okay. doing some good stuff. How is Dandy going to handle coming on our show when we don't have a plan? I, I don't know. <laughs> He'll probably end up recording it for us. <laughs> we'll just have a <laughs> That's what one time that happened with Jethro to tell you how professional he is. When I was doing it, when I had him on our show and the technology was breaking down, he was like, let me just record it and then I'll send it to you. And then we have to reset it to Teresa. Hey, so something else I learned about when I was at the National Principals Conference is the Principals Playhouse. Are you too familiar with this? Yes, Allison and John, right? They're fellow Michiganders. Yes. Oh my gosh. So Allison, Apsy, and John uh, Winstrom. Last name. Winstrom. Yep. They, it's like a Facebook Live video of the Principals Playhouse, and it's, you know, like being on Ellen or something. They did a live recording at the Principals Conference, and I had never seen it. I am in love with those two. So shout out to them. And Allison well, Apsey has the book, The Path to Serendipity, which is an excellent book, too. I have seen um, it. I think I'm friends with her on Facebook and follow Yeah. Her. But what is the Principals Playhouse? Do you want to talk about it, Teresa? No, go ahead. I, well, here's the thing. I only know the one that I saw when I was at the National Principals Conference, so I don't know... What if that's what it normally is? And when it was there, they were just talking about the conference and had different people coming up, just like it was a talk show. Oh, okay. Yeah, normally they they pick some sort of a theme. Allison does a great job, and John too with Principals Playhouse. It's it's super fun. It's more geared toward elementary principals, but it's really good and it's really fun. And definitely check it out if you uh, if you're interested in it. You can and Jessica's going to put a link in the show notes. So you just chat because they're on Allison's. They're on Allison's Facebook page. She does them as um, as Facebook Lives on her page, but she keeps them as public. So as long as you search the hashtag, you should be able to find it. And you know, I was going to say earlier, Spike. I think that we're kind of um, we're kind of spoiled and with time zones because we don't ever need to no. know because everything's always in Eastern. Oh, time. isn't Central that interesting? This year, Central Time and Mountain Time are like. You guys have to figure it out because everything's either Pacific or Eastern, but we really don't know a lot from you right now. It's like in central standard time. You just don't. So everything's based on Eastern. So we never really have to figure it out. So I think that's, you know, I I think once it, once we start having to like Melinda and, um, and, um, Amber, when they do their principal stuff on Sunday nights is always in central time. And I'm like, I have to remember it's an hour later, but we, it's rare that, you know, we really ever have to do that. So I think, mm -hmm. um, and, and Jess, I totally get it with your, I don't think I ever told you this with your time zones in Phoenix, because I've been there three times now and 
during it's different, different each time. Right. And one during daylight time, twice during standard time. And so it's like always three hours behind, but it shouldn't be because it's in mountain time and it, it, I don't get it. So I don't, I, I, to, I totally understand where you're coming from. It really just begs the question of like, what is time anyway? <laughs> and the philosopher is back. Right. <laughs> philosopher Spike has made a <laughs> too early you guys it's too early it is too early it's the latest we've probably ever podcasted yet it's still too early because it's, it's the summer and when just at summer. nine o'clock i was like oh bless you girl because normally when just suggests a time she's like i'm usually done by morning. central time and i'm like oh yeah yeah we have you to know, get super early. early because i don't do mornings you're funny so i actually had already scheduled another google hangout before this one so that's why Oh, look at I'll that. I'll take it. I will take it. Doesn't matter the reason. It was like vacation for me. I'm so happy. So you guys, like it has been summer and I will tell you, I have like immersed myself in like family time and then professional mm -hmm. learning. I've been to so many awesome conferences, but it is August. What is it? August 4th, August 5th, August 5th. And I am like, holy crap. There is so much to do right now. Diving into that positional quadrant of everything that has to get done are you guys there yeah. too right now there yes um and and you know what i i feel like i in the past i've always like underutilized july right like just you know take days here and there oh there's there's plenty of time there's plenty of time but we did something different this year where we started a summer school and um sort of takes due to a my, lot of your time it does. And due to my like sort of poor planning and uh, just not getting everything in on time, it, it fell back on me. Uh, one of my 12 month vice principals and my two uh, 12 month uh, guidance counselors. So we just went with it. But yeah, for five weeks, you know, that is like kind of what took up most of my life, like or professional life, I should say, uh, you know, planning. Uh, executing it, going through everything, getting the kids there, doing the actual program, making sure that it's, you know, worthy and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, along that way, like I had a couple of days where I had professional development, um, somebody else had something. So we, we had like really good goals and plans. And I think we, we were able to, to cover a lot. Uh, but yeah, you're right now I'm starting, you know, tomorrow morning is like the first week of not having that or not having anything else to do, except for now it's all focused on getting the school ready. And then next week going on vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, um, so I'm not in charge of summer school anymore, but I found myself even during summer school, like there's so many different kinds of classes that aren't you know during the school year that I would find myself in those classes like just hanging out with the kids and having fun and then being like oh my god I have to work I should do something um and so even though I just finished my 10th year as principal I am further behind on stuff that I normally have done by now than I have ever been don't you feel though that when like students and teachers are in the building in the summer I get way less done because you're mm -hmm. you're so used to you know in our building we've got the admin and we're all you know it's all relatively loose in the summer, right? Everybody's working, but you can work wherever in the building mm -hmm. or in a different building if you need to or whatever. Um, but I find that when students and teachers are in the building, it's like that is the main focus because you're so excited to see other people that it's like, well, we'll sit and chat. I love it when the kids are there, but I don't yeah. get anything done. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. And then, um, and then when you look at like 
like a couple of days, I just ended up like last week, there's a couple deliverables that I needed to get to uh, my secretary so that they could start, you know, making those copies and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, if I could just, you know, and I think I stayed like two hours one day after just because there was nobody, there was a ghost town and I was able to get, you know, like one thing that would have been like nagging me for a while and to get that done. But there's still so much more um, that needs to be done. But um you know, I, I think it, you know, sometimes also the way I work and I don't know if it's the best way, but like when deadlines are coming up and, you know, it just it makes you get more productive and get things done. Right. Oh yeah. I work to the deadlines and the joke in, in my building, you know, when my superintendent will say, we need this by this date, I go by 1230, right? Like in the middle of the night. Yeah. Cause you want it the next day. So I will work to that deadline and I'll get it done then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I saw this interesting thing, though, because I, I was wondering if you've all thought about this, because it's, it kind of ties into what we're talking about. I th the Dwight Carter put this on his feed yesterday, and I know it's been around, but like it was a, just a little quote that says, stop the glorification of busy. And I, mm -hmm. I was thinking a lot about that because, you know, in, in all honesty, like maybe spending that time, like you're saying, connecting with teachers or or students or you know, whatever it is, um, is okay, you know, and, and maybe we shouldn't just always be so busy, busy, busy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and prioritizing what it is that you're working on. If you're just running around doing stuff, is it really important work that you're doing? Right. Yeah. Because I, I think that in order for, and, and I think that leads back into like your, your balance thing, Jess is like, you know, in order for us to be productive, we do have to be balanced. We cannot be out of balance. Um, because then, you know, we're not doing anybody any good by just merely, you know, dealing with the things as they come along and being sloppy, I'm sure, like personally, professionally, you know, all these different types of things where if we just, stop being so busy and and also like i was thinking about it too like how often like when people say how are everything how's everything going i'm like just really busy <laughs> you know like mm -hmm. just answering with that mm -hmm. i i've really grown in disciplining myself and not bringing the work home to do like you know five o'clock i'll come around and i'll think oh my gosh i should bring this home to finish it and i have to stop myself and say nope it it's not due tomorrow well i mean if it's not um, it can wait until tomorrow and I, I leave it there and I do other things at night. And I, I'm telling you every single time I come back with such a clearer head on whatever it is that I was finishing that, you know, I've gained new ideas or new perspective from it, from taking a step away from it, or I come back with like more efficiency to tackle it. Like, you know, my email inbox, like I didn't check it all night long and I'm ready to just go at it and I'm way more efficient than if I would have plugged away at night after my kids went to bed and then come back tired and, you know, not my best the next day. I find something I'm really struggling with. Um, and, and I, I have to believe I'm not the only one because I, I'm, you, you guys know probably better than anybody how much I love to sleep. It's just not a secret. And, um, but it gets to be late at night you know, it's it, it, no matter what, we, when you've got kids and you're an administrator, 
it, like life is hectic. It just is. It is all day. And like at the high school, we've got evening events every night, which I know in elementary school, middle school, it's very similar. So you're bouncing between leaving school, taking the kids home, making sure everybody's eaten, getting them to their activities, taking them to your activities, blah, 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 blah. Getting back, everybody showers, go to bed. And then it's time for everybody to go to sleep, but it's really quiet. And mm-hmm. so I stay up and I sit in the dark on the couch and sometimes I'll play like a mindless phone game or I'll read or I'll troll Facebook or Twitter or something like that because it's quiet and it's Mm -hmm. the only time I have for myself. But then it's two o'clock in the morning before I go to sleep. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't want to It's it's amazing. No wonder you like sleeping. You're going to bed at 2 a.m. That's that's why I love to sleep. So, (laughs) So I'm running into this problem where I'm enjoying the silence so much that I can't, I can't go to bed. And so I need to try to find a time because I can't, I don't wake up early. I just don't. It is not in my DNA. Like, well, it, how are you going to when you're well, right. at 2 a.m.? <laughs> right. the, the whole, like, get yourself up at five o'clock before everybody else and have a cup of coffee in the silence. Like, that's not me. That's not, it'll never be me. So I have to try to figure out the way to get that quiet time by myself while still getting a normal amount of sleep. It doesn't have to be 10 hours a night, but it's got to be more than four yeah that's your body can't function on four what what is it i think it's six hours of sleep and your body begins to function as if you're you've had a drink Mm-hmm. yeah i heard this podcast i can't remember who the guy was but uh he talked we, we had a we had him on our podcast didn't we <laughs> the, the balance teacher didn't we have him on here and he talked about that he did, but I wasn't thinking about him. There, oh, was, okay. there was somebody else that I was thinking about that's done a lot of research in, you know, with, with sleep and, you know, it's just getting back to that magic number of eight hours or whatever. Uh, and it's not something that you can dip into. Cause I used to think too, like, well, if you didn't have a good night's sleep, you can, you know, certainly make it up during naps and stuff like that. But it's, who has time to nap? I love naps. I think I do too, but who has time for them? Come on. And, oh, in a heartbeat. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, I will I will wake up early on a weekend if it means that I get to nap. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not I, like I have no shame in saying that. I'm not even kidding. Like we have we have eight o'clock podcasts and my husband will be like, getting up at eight o'clock to podcast? I'm like, yeah, but if I'm up at eight, I get to take a nap. And yeah. he's like, Fair enough. Oh my goodness, you're funny. Yeah, no, I, I shut down at 10, 10 o'clock, and, like, my family knows I don't function. So, like, my boys stay up late in the summer because whatever. I go to bed before all of them. Mm-hmm. And But then I get up early and I get my silence while they're still sleeping. I have to figure that out. I know. My kid has a good plan. Let me know. My kids are getting to that age too, where they're, they stay up a lot later than, than I do. And they're all still sleeping right now. It's 1030, but like they're typical, like middle school, high school age, you know, and I guess, you know, thinking back to that's what I used to do too. But, um, I don't know. It's it, the difficulty I think with them and a lot of kids, especially all this Fortnite generation is going to be making that transition back to school when they've mm-hmm. been staying up all summer long oh my gosh and they can't talk about anything except for Fortnite. Mm-hmm. what is it with Fortnite? it's like crack going through the wi-fi it's like whatever to their brains remember that minecraft was the same way i'm like my my son is 
um, he'll be nine in September and I am holding off as long as humanly possible on Fortnite <laughs> because I am so petrified of what's going to happen because he's like a Minecraft junkie. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to think about what's going to happen when he gets his hand. I do have to say I'm planning to use Fortnite a little bit in school because my boys made me watch a video that was like showing all of the different dances that happen in Fortnite because oh, yeah. apparently you shoot somebody and then you do a dance. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. But the dances are actually kind of cute and funny. Yeah. And so I've used like um, YouTube clips of Just Dance for indoor recess. I'm finding some videos to put together for Fortnite dances because I think the boys will engage in that with the Fortnite dances. Even the girls will too. My daughter does oh, yeah. that flossing thing all the time. Like mm -hmm. when they're standing still, they're like. Uh, I finally mastered flossing. Oh, we may have to have a video podcast next time. Yeah, you should. Nope, 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 nope. But I did, I had a middle school girl with me who I was flossing. She's like, you're not flossing. You need to go like this. And she would do it. I'm like, that's what I just did. No, you did this. I'm like, I totally don't see the difference. <laughs> she spent and a lot of time with me. She was very good. And the, um, in your feeling song, Kiki, do you love me? That song is like, that's huge right now. Um, I don't know what that is. What's up with that in the cars? I keep the cars. It. Yeah, like, you don't know that Drake song that everybody. I know that song, but why are they doing videos with people in cars? I don't understand. I don't know. That was just the the thing that started it, I guess, going viral. But um, but yeah, they're like slow walking with the car door open, and they're doing that that song, and it has a bunch of different dance moves to it. So. Yeah, I'm not up with that. I don't even know what you're talking about. You need to look that up, Jess. I think. Uh, what am I googling? Cars. No, um, in your feelings dance, uh, or Kiki. In I your only feelings. know about it because there was a meme that said something about Kiki get back in the car, and I'm like, I don't understand. I think I saw one this morning that had like a rhinoceros, and they were slowly going by the rhinoceros with the door open and playing that song. <laughs> I mean, it's just, <laughs> I, I just viral stuff like it just cracks me up. Um, but I know if you're always looking for something, um, Jess, especially for the little guys, they would love that. If um, Maybe you should get your, your staff to do that on the way in when the kids come in the first day. <laughs> okay. Hey, so speaking of things for the start of the year, I am in that group that I think, Teresa, you mentioned, Melinda and, and mm -hmm. Amber, their um, principal staff appreciation group. Yeah. <laughs> and just some really fun ideas like, um, Oh, now I can't find what I had downloaded. Like um, a sidewalk chalk thing where, you know, parents get to write sidewalk chalk messages on the sidewalk, you know, before school starts or wow, that's a cool um, principal or popsicles with the principal or scheduling out a Facebook live where, you know, the principal is going to read a back to school or, you know, the night before school, a, a story on Facebook Live. Um, there's some really cool ideas just to get kids and parents excited about back to, I mean, we know the parents are excited. They just want to get them back out of their house and back to school, but some engaging things. Do you guys have anything um, that you're going to do this year? So we've got um, a kind of a two prong approach to it. Cause like if I, if I went on Facebook live and read a story the night before to the high schoolers, yeah, your kids won't care. Work so well. However, we do have, um, we have a lot of, of construction that happened over the summer. We, um, we took our main office and just gutted it. So where the principal's office was, you guys know my office is in a hallway. One of the other AP's offices is in the hallway. Um, we gutted the main office and moved it downstairs and 
and moved like one of the uh, principal's hub downstairs. We created another admin hub throughout the building. And then it is this massive student center now. We just, we put all this different flexible furniture in it and it's got space for like a hundred kids because it was this massive unusable space. And so Mm. we had some students last year who helped design it and they wrote a grant for some of the money. And so uh, we've been doing that over the summer and now it's fixed, but it looks, com- or it's or new, but it looks completely different. So I did like an Instagram live yesterday or the day before walking through the new building and kind of showing off what that looks like to get a little bit of excitement because the students heard about it before the end of the year, but we didn't really do anything with it. So, um, so we did that, but then we're doing, which I'm excited about one of our, our chemistry teachers at the end of the school year was tie dyeing shirts with her staff or with her kids. I'm sorry, her students. And so we are going to do the personality, the color test of the personalities at the high school um, with the teachers our first day back. And then we're going to tie dye shirts. Oh, so we've got like white shirts that have our logo on it, that it's just in black and it's open. And then we're going to tie dye the shirts with the four colors and the color personality test. And so it's Mm. like we're taking the teachers on because when you've got 110 staff members, you can't do everything in one big group. It doesn't work. Right. So we're doing stations in different parts of the building. And one of the stations is the personality test. And one of the stations is the tie dyeing. And, you know, some of the other stations are parts of the handbook and, you know, field trip protocol and all that junk. But, um, but we're really excited about that. So that's like for your welcome back for the yeah, staff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's one of our, we've only got 90 minutes, but I feel rather confident. Yeah. I hear, I hear you on that, even though we have two days and I don't know the complete final schedule, but uh, it's, it's really not as much time as you think. Um, yeah, I've just been working on similar type of things, like as far as the staff is concerned, um, we're going to try to restructure the first couple days. Our theme this year is it's all about respect. So um, we're going to work on a video um, based off of that song, uh, Respect. And then um, I just, I don't know, as far as the staff, like we have talked like with the leadership team and and some of the folks that have gone to professional development over the summer, it's just like, getting teachers, you know, different strategies in order to help them, you know, with those, those first couple days into the first couple weeks. Um, and then making sure that things are just sort of like, you know, well planned out and everything has, you know, purpose. We're going to be really <clears throat> working on a, um, like revitalizing our PLCs. Um, so there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on. And, um, but as far as like, I don't want to say like gimmicky, like first day sort of things. I know like with middle school, that can be, I don't know. I, I just, it was great at the elementary level. I just feel like at the, at the middle school level is really hard sell. So I think what our job is to do is like as administrators to get the teachers excited and then have some teachers come up with some different ideas of things they can do in the classrooms. Um, but it's, um, cause it, it is hard. I mean, the kids, when they're coming back to middle school, they, uh, they have a different, perspective on all this (laughs) well and just making sure that your you know first days of school especially at middle school where they're going from teacher to teacher are not all about procedures because then they just do procedures 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 and nothing fun and then they're not excited for school right right and And then there's there's and then there's the philosophy of like if you don't teach them you know what the expectations are 
then, you know, how are they going to know what the expectations are, which is really true. And I got a chance to see um, Todd Whitaker. He was actually out mm -hmm. in New Jersey a few weeks back and um, it was good seeing him. It was a whole day. Um, a whole day? Yeah, That's it was a whole awesome. day. Yeah. Sponsored by uh, one of the county uh, consortiums. Um, and it was good seeing him. And um, but anyway, he talked a lot about, you know, you have to teach them, you know, if they don't know, then you have to teach them. Mm -hmm. And especially focusing on us as administrators, it's just, you know, that's what we have to look at. Like how, to, how can we teach our teachers? Cause it's like one thing to say, we have to have classroom management. You have to go through and set your procedures and all that kind of stuff. But we also need to teach that model that, and um, that's what I feel like those first couple days of the professional development um, are, but, you know, you don't, you only have that, you only have so much time. You know? so one of the APs and myself were having a conversation the other day about this same topic. And it's, it's more, this was more of a conversation secondary level, because at the elementary level, you have to do routines and you have to do lining up and walking through the hallway and all that. The first couple of days of school, that's a, that's a given at the secondary level. We were, the conversation was, you know, for the most part, we bring the students in on the first day of school, we go through the syllabus, we talk about rules, we talk about the handbook, we talk about blah, 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 blah. But a lot of us, like, when I was teaching, that's not what I did on the first day of school. Like, my first mm -hmm. day of school, we, we worked with the students, like, we did things that were fun, we built relationships, and then started with all that handbook stuff the second day. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I think the relationship building is so important. So important. I think I agree. I, I think that you can do both um, because you're, you know, you, you have to build the relationship, but you also have to build those, you know, those, what, what the expectations are. And I think, and that's, see, what I find, uh, especially at the middle school level in a, in a r rather large middle school is that teachers do an awesome job of building relationships with the kids they have, but they won't, they may only have like 70 or 80 kids throughout the day. Um, so they have a great rapport and a great understanding of those, of those students. And then, you know, like one of our biggest issues is like say the hallways and that's something that we're focusing on. Well, a lot of teachers will say, well, they're not my kids. Like, I, I don't know. They're like, they're running by, they're not listening to me. And then you talk to the kids and you're like, well, that's not my teacher. So we're trying to then break that, that mindset down that we, they're all our kids, they're yes. all our teachers. Um, yes. I think that's going to be. And, and even, and I'm sure you heard Todd Whitaker talk about this, but even if it's not your student that you address in the hallway, you address that student as if they're your best student, yes. you know? Um, and, and I, I have had times where, you know, a student who has got some major, major things going on in their life and a teacher will stop them, you know, because they've got their hood up and take your hood off. And, and that ends up being like the breaking point of their day and they lose it. And it's like, Oh, couldn't, what if you would have said, Hey, where are you going right now? Can, you know, are you going to take your hood off and stay a while? You know, how can you address students? So it's not like we're catching you doing something bad. Yeah, exactly. And, and also, um, you know, like what, what type of tone do you set like before the kids even come in? I mean, we've, we've really looked at a lot of those, those type of things. And it's interesting too, because like, I think a lot of times teachers think like administrators have, you know, they obviously have more power and, I don't know if that's always necessarily true in the, in the kids' eyes. I just think that 
administrators tend to deal with all the kids. Mm-hmm. So they are constantly in the hallways dealing with all kids in the lunchroom, dealing with all kids, you know, and I just don't, I don't know how to get the teachers to uh, be more part of that as well. Um, it's difficult, I know, and and kids and teachers become territorial, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm an eighth grade teacher, I'm a sixth grade teacher, I'm an eighth grade student, you know, that kind of thing. So just, yeah, breaking down those walls and and how do we, you know, how do we address kids and, and, and looking at the, um, like, we've been doing a lot of work in uh, this summer on social emotional learning mm-hmm. and, um, you know, understanding, you know, where kids are coming from. And that's actually a lot of the work that we did with the summer school kids because um, summer school, those kids did not fail classes because they couldn't do it. They failed them because they didn't want to do it, you know? So we had to get into that motivation piece and, and how, you know, that manifests in the classroom and the hallways and, and all, all types of areas. So I don't know. I, I, I learned a lot about, I learned a lot this summer about when the system breaks down, what that looks like. So mm-hmm. those are type of things that I want to try to be proactive about. So social emotional learning, I have to give two plugs. One, um, Lavana Roth. Um, I heard her speak three different times this week and just incredible. If you ever get the chance to hear her, please do. Yeah. Um, and then she, she does the ignite your shine. Yes. Oh, just so powerful. And then she recommended a book that was written by a fellow educator in Wisconsin who was in the room at the same time called The Fire Within. Um, And I just started reading it last night. I'm already halfway through. It is so incredible, The Fire Within. And it's talking about um, our own trauma that we have been through and how Mm -hmm. we can identify our strengths from what we have been through. And then turning it around to how do we, you know, how do we... um, help students with trauma and how do we make sure that we ourselves are healthy in terms of, you know, that secondhand trauma that we get from supporting our students. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I want to check that book out. I mean, and and I think I've told, talk with you all about like how we've been doing that work, you know, at our school, as far as that, you know, basically understand that kids and teachers and all of us Mm -hmm. have like a a PTSD, um, and how uh, how that manifests, you know, as we talk to kids, as we, you know, go through the day. And um, I am really uh, I'm really excited about that because there's so many resources out there um, about this. You know what I think? So we've already been podcasting for quite a while. What if we make plans to podcast again and not wait three months? <laughs> <laughs> And we make the next one be all about social emotional. I think that's I like great. that. I think that's a great idea. And we got to do it before, before school, school start. starts. Well, oh my gosh, look at this. We have a plan, people. We have a plan some, for our next podcast episode. Well, crazy thing is that, we got yeah, this. but it, the crazy thing is that I see people all like in some parts of the country, they're already started back. I know. I know. I'm sorry. But you know what? I have already started. I have n- I have no sympathy for them. You know why? Because they got out a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I really like them because when they're sharing all the things happening right now, I'm like, yes. Ooh, I could do yes. that. Totally. Thank, you. Yeah. totally. Thank you, Missouri people. You're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, so I don't really think we have much to put in our show notes because we rambled for most of this. I'm sorry, people. Uh, but we had fun. So anything to say before we go? 
No, I mean we will put some some things in there, but uh, you know I think the I think the conversation you know about back to school is is extremely important. You know what do those first couple of days look like, and then you know the overarching you know um, topics that are going on right now in education, especially social emotional learning. Uh, I think it's it's really important. So we'll we'll definitely touch on that in the, in the show notes. And if you all have ideas or questions or things like that, you know. Definitely tweet us at Principal PLN or hashtag uh, Principal PLN, and um, you know check out our blog for you know any more information that we may have. All right, Principal PLN out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at PrincipalPLN.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it, but. When do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to ixl.com slash B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E.